All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast powered by our friends over at X2 Power Batteries. And uh, we're coming at you today with another bonus episode, uh, really brought to you by our friends over at X2 Power. We've done the recent ones with Hunter Shryock and Justin Hamner. If you guys have not checked those out, I'll leave links below. Uh, but if you're on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., you can backtrack. Same with YouTube. You can backtrack to those episodes if you'd like. Check them out. Uh, it's pretty cool. Get these guys around a campfire, pick their brains on something more than just fishing. Uh, kind of like behind the scenes with their uh, their daily lives and how they got to where they're at. So super cool. Um, if you are actually listening on Spotify, Apple, etc., any MP3 MP3 podcast platform, we do. Uh, ask if you are feeling generous and you have the time, please leave us a rating and review. It helps us out big time, helps us get shown to more people. And the more people we can talk about bass fishing, the more we can try and grow the sport, get people to be better at bass fishing, because that's all we try to do here at Serious Anglers, be better bass anglers. And we try to share what we learn with you guys. So would be highly appreciated if you could do so. And we're going to get into the bonus episode here in a second, but really fast for guys. For you guys, uh, Black Friday's coming up this weekend. There's going to be a bunch of sales going on all over the place. If you guys are looking into creating your own custom tackle this winter, you've seen we've been working with doing molds this past year, uh, and it's been awesome being the fact that we are tackle tinkerers, especially Andy, and we've been able to create our own uh, swim bait heads, Ned heads, all that jazz. This past year, it's been super awesome. And we encourage you guys to do so because that's that way you're making the best jig head for yourself. Um, if you're looking to get into anything like that, Do It Molds is running a bunch of different sales uh, for Black Friday that makes it super easy for you guys to save money and get the stuff needed to start creating a, your own custom tackle. We'll leave the link below for Do It Molds uh, down in the show notes for MP3 and YouTube. So if you guys want to go to that, highly encourage you to. Um, as well as Hobie Eyewear is running a big sale as well. If you buy one pair of shades, that'll be 15% off. Two pairs of shades, 25% off. And then if you buy three pairs, it's 35. So the more you buy, the more money you're going to save on your total order, which saves you a couple of dollars, which is great. If you're going to be gifting some shades to your fellow angler or your friends, they don't even have to be fishermen. These shades are just sick in general. So, uh, and their costs like very inexpensive compared to other brands. And for how high performance they are, highly encourage you to take advantage of those deals um, as well as this is a great way to cheaply try out different different pairs of shades different lenses to expand your range of fishing sunglasses because there is an advantage to having different lenses um, as we've talked about many times on the show and I'm sure there's gonna be more discounts coming uh, I'm sure people at our friends at Omnia fishing are gonna be running some stuff and as more things come in we will let you guys know we have a few shows coming up this week. Uh, tonight, if you guys are listening today, as this episode drops on a Tuesday, this evening, we're going to go live with Kevin Baxter, the bait man, uh, live. We're going to dual stream on our YouTube channels. Highly encourage you guys to join in on that with the auto tackle talk as we're talking about we'll do molds and such today. Um, that's going to be a fun show, a little more Thanksgiving oriented. Hope you guys have fun plans coming up for Thanksgiving. Appreciate you guys always tuning in. Uh, Friday's show, we're going to be with Cody Milton, who's the angler of the year for Hobie BLS. Uh, we're going to talk with him, talk with our buddy, Mr. Drew Gregory. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Great week coming up. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving, and I'm sure we'll talk to you more here later this week. But without further ado, enjoy today's show. All right, we are back. 
We're doing good. Just sit there. A couple seconds behind us. We're already starting out on a good note. Yeah, We're here. You go. You're a few minutes late last night. Send it. We are back with our third out of fourth victim of the night, but one who's not a stranger, actually, to the Serious Angler Podcast. Been on a few times. Yeah. He might know a, a thing or two, maybe just one thing about fishing. Maybe. 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 If it don't have anything to do with the swim, Jake, I'm lost. <laughs> I like it. I'm I like it. Everybody else. <laughs> Well, folks, obviously, Mr. West Logan, thank you for joining us. It's gonna be fun, uh, fun week with you, with you here. For sure, for but sure. Uh, I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> fishing wise, we're kind of relying on you. It's home, home yeah, turf. Yeah, yeah, I can feel the pressure. It's like building as the night is going on. <laughs> you already know when we launch tomorrow. We're all just gonna be like, so, uh, Wes, where are we going? Yeah, yeah. Me and Sean really, really found them today. <laughs> <laughs> that we did. Yeah. Sean, would you like to break down your day with the rest this morning? <laughs> So, <laughs> where to begin? <laughs> we ran. We ran, we with, ran a, with, some, a, with a blindfold on for about 20 miles. Fog. <laughs> I was just sitting there, just waiting for that boat we can't see to collide with us. We ran a long way. Was you cold? I, I, What's the first I, thing I, I asked you when I picked you up on the dock? You basically said, that's all you're wearing? I said, is that and all I you said, got? He said, yeah, I'm good. I'm from Wisconsin. I said, all yep. right. <laughs> all right, let's go. It was cold. <laughs> When you're running, it was cold. It was. It we was. ran a long way, but we didn't catch any fish. No. Or at no. least I didn't. He caught, like, a couple. It wasn't very good. A couple small ones or mm. a decent one. What, what were we saying earlier, though? Like, a 40 to 45 down here is colder than, like, a 30. Of yeah, 100% because of the humidity. I mean, and, and it, what's crazy is it gets even worse. Like, I've been to the beach before, like, Gulf Shores and Orange Beach, and it'll be, like, low 50s. It will freeze you to death. Yes. Like, it's awful. Yep. It's Wind's blowing, it's wet, it's cold, yeah. like, I want to go home. Yeah. I've froze some northerners to death in yeah. the south. It's like bad. February and it's 40 degrees and 100% yeah. humidity outside, it's a completely different kind of just yeah. wet blanket cold. It yeah. sucks. <laughs> I went from a day that was, I think it was mid-20s on Lake Erie, you know, blowing 15, 20, and I came down the next week with you and Caleb. Yes, yes. And it was like 38 <laughs> degrees and pouring rain on Chickamauga. I've never been that cold in my yeah. entire life. Yeah. And then the fact that I had to watch him catch almost 40 pounds in front of me, and I caught zero fish. Zero. Yeah, I that was even zero. worse. Yeah. That's, deer, that's deer hunting weather. The worst, the worst part about that whole day was when, when you fish right by an area, and I literally throw in on top of him and, and, it, and just dunk, I catch a 10-pounder. And he's like... Literally, baby, I look in the back and he's like so excited for me, but there's also this just like look of totally. I ain't no doubt. Yeah. He was just like he looked this at me like he was fired. he was done. Yeah. Done. He was like, okay, that was great. That was great. Can we go home now? Like yeah, that's great, Alex. But shut up. How about that? And that was the first time we ever fished together. And mm-hmm. I, I was like thinking to myself, like, this might be the last. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you came back. I don't know how cool this dude is. Actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so let's. The off season obviously elites ended you know late august what does uh what does off season look like for you, uh it's been pretty hectic actually uh been pretty busy around the house uh deer hunting wise we lo- actually lost my lease so i had to scramble around and actually found a buddy that had 40 acres that i was able to get so been trying to get it ready because you know riley's on them deer now she Oh, she, she, can, she, she can kill them, but she don't. She don't. She just wants to go out there and then show up. You know what I'm saying? She <laughs> yeah, don't she know wants, why they show up. the action. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. about to murder and That's right. about anything else. That's yeah. right. You better right. be worried about that. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, and I mean, obviously, all our you know getting our stuff in line for the next year. People think it just kind of happens overnight, but it's it's kind of funny how like and there's nothing like when you work with these big companies, like nothing happens overnight. Like right. it's. You have a conversation one week, and then the next week, the next part of the process happens, and then the next week, and then 
once you look back on it, you're five weeks into this conversation over emails and you finally gotten something figured out. Well, now you've got to worry about the shipping stuff with the, you know, the way the literally the world is nowadays. Right. Like it doesn't happen like that. So right. it's always a stressful deal, like getting our boats, getting them rigged up. And as quick as you want stuff to happen in the off season, you still, this is, this will be my fourth year on the elite. And the last three years, it has come down to like within a week or two of me having the lead to go to the event. So it's, well, it sounds like you're way ahead of time. I, I a little bit. Uh, I still don't have my boat. I uh, don't know when my boat's going to be built, but you know, it, it is what it is. I still have my boat from last year, so that's better than I've been doing the past few years. So I'm still getting to fish a little bit. Um, I haven't got to fish too much, but a little bit. So it's, it's been a little bit more laid back. Right. Well, I think that's a, a misconception. A lot of folks that, you know, you have a lot of fishing kind of sewers, people that watch the events and they're like, oh, these guys get to fish, you know, eight, nine tournaments no. out of the year. That's all they do out there. No, where it's not. like in between tournaments, you're traveling across the country to go work a media event for yeah. one of your sponsors. That's right. Or you're going to go film content yeah. for another. And what You I guys try, are being put to work. Yeah, and what I, tr what I really tell people is like once our last tournament's over, that's when we start working. Like the fishing, right. obviously we have to perform on the stage to promote the companies that support us because if we don't catch fish, we don't be able to promote them because obviously it looks like our stuff doesn't you know excel right so that's kind of a pressure on us to begin with but once that last tournament's over that's when our real work starts is to truly commit to selling the product that of the companies that support us so i mean it's it's a literally a 12-month job it's just like a job like anybody else's it's just a different layout and a yep. different aspect of it yeah it's a cool job but it's still job that's right it's, it's, yeah. it's a cool job sometimes <laughs> yeah, well like you just said it is a job yeah, for sure job. we're going from our families a whole lot and like in the in the world that we, like you said the world that we live in now it is like just talking about like product and getting things and doing things and like it's like hey you know can you do this this and this well yeah if, if, can I get it like yeah. that's yeah, like exactly something that we're all right. struggling yeah. with right now it's yeah. like hey do you have this no I don't have that okay well we don't have any either and it's yeah, like exactly. well I can't if we don't you yeah. know and it's like I don't know I can't imagine you boys because you know like you said setting up for the new year. Like, that's just not something I really, my year doesn't have, like, a season or whatever. You know, it's right. just like a continuous thing. And so, like, if it has to be, you know, you know, late by three weeks, well, that's fine because I don't need it within the time period. Mm -hmm. But like you dudes, like, I mean, that's a completely different ball game where, like, you have a time frame. It's like, hey, this is the deadline of when it starts. Yeah, we got it. It's, it's, go, it's go time on this date <laughs> yeah. right here. Like, yeah. Whether your stuff's working or not. Like, <laughs> what's crazy is, like, I've... I've noticed, like, when we get down there, like, obviously we started St. John's um, in Florida every year that I've been on the Elites, and we have an off day the day before the tournament, and it will blow your mind how many people at the service yard. Just stuff that wasn't rigged right or hasn't worked from the whole practice, like, because they just got their boat a week ago. Like, it's right. it's a big deal, and it's, it's really crazy that the guys are able to excel you know, with their stuff not even working the first term of the year, and then everybody just kind of gets their stuff going, and right. it's it's not all we just run down there and it's glamorous, you know, to start off the year like everything's fine, everything's great. Like there's there's a lot of stress and people running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Oh, crap! Just it. falls apart. No. Yeah, like it's, you'd have brand new stuff, but I can promise right. you something is going yeah. to break. <laughs> I, I'm actually kind of curious. From compared to say a St. Lawrence River event where the lakes open to like a Santee or a Lake Fork. Which boat yard is more full, from broken trolling motors to whichever? Uh, St. John's, by far. St. John's. Yeah, the like the first. Oh, not wow. not from a not from a like a lake standard. Like 
I mean like the first event. Just the first thing. Oh, okay. From a first event to like a treacherous lake, like a, I'd say Santee is the worst lake we go to because Fork's not that bad in my opinion because you've got boat lanes. Like right. you stay in the boat lanes, you're fine. Santee, you don't have no lanes. Like you just, there's one lane across the lake. Like Santee's right. sketchy. Now I run like, I run around Santee like, I just close my eyes. If you can't see it, can't hit it. <laughs> but um, that's, that's a different story. So for you do this morning day. with Sean. But, <laughs> pretty much what we were doing. Exactly. Don't just like, run hard until don't run hard Exactly. No <laughs> you just, you kind of go and if you stop, you stop and then you worry about it later. But no, for real, like there's, the, the first event of the year is always the worst just because everybody's always in a time crunch. Everybody's trying to get the same stuff all at the same time it's great one thing i've noticed and learned in the past three years is as big as this industry looks it's real oh, small tiny, man. Oh, yeah. there's so only small. like a few people and a few companies dealing with you know all these anglers and we've got so many different trails now that it's it's not just 100 people here and 80 people there like you've got the opens the toyota series the mpfl the elites the, M the bpt all like it's it's getting spread out so much that it's it's really small when you really step back and look at it. Like, yeah, you need all these motors to go here and to go there, and they're not getting built like they used to be. And it's, it's that's a know. big misconception. We, we were talking about that uh, with Justin, but like this this industry, people think it's like this massive no, thing. It's so, so small. In the grand scheme, yeah. like we, we were actually talking about it at dinner. Like, there's times where you, you think about it from like a sports realm, right? Mm -hmm. Kevin Van Dam can go out in the public, and there's good chance nobody knows exactly. who he is. He can go to a gas station, nobody will have but a But to us, we is. think he's this exactly. giant, he's the Michael Jordan, yep. that type of deal, where yep. like, oh my God, it's Kevin Van Dam, yep. everyone knows who he nobody is. Nobody have a clue who he was. Right. Not knocking Kevin, because Kevin's right. obviously the best to ever pick up a rod and reel. But right. if he walked in that Shell gas station over across the road in Gas in Alabama, and okay, he's in Gas and with a fishing community, somebody may know him. Yeah, yeah I feel like But I, feel like I promise you, if yeah. Michael Jordan walked in that gas station, <laughs> somebody's yeah. gonna know who he I mean, is. He'll be on right. the news, my yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. it's yeah. in Alabama. It's like, in Alabama, it's, like, why is he yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sure. really big to a fishing community, but outside that, it's really it's really not, honestly. As bad as we want it to be, like it's just, it's just a job, you just go catch bass. So what's your, I always find this interesting just because there is so many different things going on right now, like you said. MLF, bass, MPA. Honestly, it's to the point I can't even keep up with it anymore. There's like, a month. I, like Bailey, Bailey does a really good job of keeping up with everybody, and I always have conversations with Bailey like I don't even know who that is because like I just can't keep up with it all. What is your opinion on? Do you think it's good or do you think it's bad? Like, do you think it's good that it's being spread out more and that it's like it seems like it's is it growing or is it just because there's it's just spreading out because people don't like something here or whatever? Like, what's your opinion? I think it's spreading out because people don't like one 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 little organization so they want to make their own yeah. to be completely honest but is it bad for the sport yeah you could look at it either way and, and i mean who i'm just a 28 year old from alabama like i don't yeah. know nothing i just fish and hunt when i don't go fishing and stuff like that but i mean if you really step back if an outsider were to look at it they would be like well this organization didn't like what they were doing so they made their own well this other organization didn't like what either one of these were doing so they made their own well this organization needs a drop down tier to add to this one. This one's going to do the same thing. This one's going to do the same thing. So it just kind of like branches out and you're like, it's like a freaking whirlwind. Yeah. But I, I don't, the worst thing I think comes from it is from a sponsorship standpoint because everybody gets spread out. Like there's yeah. so many, instead of some big pieces of the pie going here, there are little bitty tiny slivers going yeah. everywhere. There's so only so much butter exactly. you can spread on the bread before we pour exactly. out. You know? that's but, a real, that's, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like when you say, you know, after the last elite event, that's when you go to work. Mm -hmm. the, the, the folks that are grinding from 
literally that's where you separate yourself yep, yep. those yeah. are the anglers that are going to see it because like each yep. angler has we've had conversations about this like each angler has not everyone has a youtube channel not yep. everyone is giant on social media each angler has their own way yep. to provide value yep. whereas i think you can say that for the same for trails yep. the, the trail that works the hardest to provide the best value for a consumer because Fans like myself, I'm a consumer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, if you provide the best value, they're the one I'm going to watch the most, and that's where those anglers are going to tend to try to relate to, sponsors follow. It's got a whole train yeah. that follows each other throughout this industry. It does depend on the company, though. True. Very true. Because, and I don't work with companies like this. All my companies are great. X2 is obviously amazing. Every, yeah, they're okay. Every it's company kind of, I deal with. That's what right they, now. He's wearing the hat. And, <laughs> yeah. That's why those logos are on my boats, because they're companies that I trust and have a lot of faith in. They have faith in me. It's a very good partnership. But there, I have seen where, and I just thought about it when you said it, but dealing with the other trails and smaller, and I'm not knocking any of these guys, but you've got these guys that, before I say this, all right, we're, we're opening up on this podcast. Send it. Okay, Send so it. you've got these guys that are wrapping their truck and boat for nothing, okay? Yes. <laughs> nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. Right. And these companies are sitting back going, Go. do it, Bobo. Yeah. Go, I mean, go. send it. That's Bobo? free advertising. Bobo? Bobo. Bobo. I mean, we've got a wrap truck and a wrap boat. That's free. That's a free billboard going down the highway yeah. that they are yeah. not having to spend a dime on, okay? Yeah. Now... This guy may not hold as much value as Angler A, but Angler B is still getting to travel 30,000 miles across the country because he's fishing this said tour. Right. So he's getting the same exposure on the highway. Now, he may not have the YouTube channel. He might not have the social media, blah, blah, blah. But it's still, this company is still able to look at it from their eyes. Yeah, in, the, in its own inherent way. It's yes. just as important as something else. Exactly. Yeah. They're still getting free advertisement. And then you're going to, where another angler that is more established could you know, reach out to this company, say, hey, my truck and boat wrap's gonna cost said amount of dollars. They're like, well, why would we pay you this when yep. this guy's doing it for free? Yep. Now, yeah. this angler still holds more value, but this company doesn't see it that way. Yep. Yeah. They just want the actual advertisement. So that's where it kind of gets hairy with all the trails and all the people. Now, I'm not knocking anybody, but that's just the, it's, yeah. it's literally like you, we said, the world we live in. You yeah. definitely see some of that though. I mean, like, I think on the road, like obviously that's kind of almost a fair ground for regardless of yeah. Who's up here, who's here yeah. of, you know, like you say, the billboard that's mm -hmm. literally traveling down the highway yeah. all throughout the year. But like, I think when it comes to a tournament location, some people, will, they look for the name first, and then they see what logos are related they to did. the name yeah. on the truck yeah. and boat. And that's yeah. kind of where it hits. But then that's a that's a very small micro it it location it's, that that's being affiliated with. So that's actually a pretty good point. Yeah. It, yeah. And, I, again, I'm not trying to knock anybody, like, to each their own, but you're – to do stuff, to do advertisement for free, in the long run, you're really hurting yourself Absolutely. and everybody else. We have this conversation all the time. It hurts everybody else because it, my, my go-to thing on everything, and I, I mean, you want to open up. We're going to open up right here. This is just my philosophy. I feel like I'm the guy. If we want to open up, listen, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm good. Here's, here's my philosophy on this, and, 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 I, and, I, and any business owner would agree with me on this fact. The way that I view myself as a small business owner and a business owner that is in it for the ROI. What is my return on investment? Mm -hmm. What am I gonna get out of the relationship that I'm building with somebody? And just like you said, I don't work with anybody I don't believe in what we're doing. Right. Like, and that is not rah-rah bullshit. Like, there's so many people that look at what I say and what I do and they're like, you're just saying that because you get paid to say that. No, if I didn't like it, I would go to find someone else that did it the way that I liked right. it and I would work with them. That's why I work with X2 because yep. when they approach me and like me and Jacob, Jacob's standing over here in the background, he's not in the podcast. <laughs> but like 
first time we ever talked to each other, I was eating pizza and like we were like doing the Zoom call about like, you know, how I was going to work with X2. And it's like, it's like they get what I'm doing. But to go back to the original thing what we were talking about, plumbers know what to charge because they know what other plumbers charge. Yep. And the industry that we work within right now, nobody knows what anybody's asking for, what anybody's charging, and there's people doing things for free, and then there's people asking for a lot of money to yep. do the same thing. And the company, like you said, depends on the company. It does. Some, dude, some, 100%. All the companies I work with are fantastic. I love every single one of them because they understand that I'm doing and working for them, and they're going to work just as hard for me. Well, they see the value in you, exactly. in your name. Exactly. But then, dude, there's some companies out there that are like, well, this dude's wrapping his truck and using our rods and reels and doing everything, and all we give him, you know, a couple ten percent discount. Yeah, ten percent discount or a couple grand a year in, yeah. in a boat wrap. I think and to an extent, though, you see that as like a that's a common trend. I feel like from a non-endemic standpoint that don't understand space. Not yeah. saying that's yeah. that's excluding. Yeah. I can, I, you can see that a lot from yeah. a non-endemic. Yeah. But, for, yeah, not saying that endemic companies yeah. don't do yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah. for but someone that doesn't understand the space, a yeah. lot of the endemic sponsorships don't have a say-so in who wraps their, like, if, just throwing a name off the wall, like, Yamaha, a dude wraps his boat in Yamaha. Right. Like, Yamaha's gonna be like, well, whatever, I mean, he fishes, like, let him wrap his boat, I don't care. Right. I mean, we're not gonna give him a motor for it, but, like, yeah. if he wants to wrap his boat, wrap his boat. Yeah. Right. We're not gonna knock him, we're not gonna help him out either way, but, you know, that's... But and the, there's so many people out there, man, it's weird in the space that we're in, is, like, there's so many people that want to be like you. You know what I mean? They want to have the stickers on their yeah. boat. You know what I mean? And like, I make fun of guys like that all the time. And people think that I'm like knocking you guys. Now I respect you guys for what you do. And it's, but it's like everybody else that shows up that is not doing it. Like, right. you're doing it. Like you're doing it at the highest level. We're just trying to make a living. Bro. Exactly. But you're still. <laughs> but you're still like we just talked about a few minutes ago. Yeah. He's doing it, and like you're actually there doing it. And so you deserve all the hype. You deserve that where there's like 45 other dudes who are just doing it because they want to try to look cool. Yeah. And that, I don't know. I, Status. I, it is. And it, it's like, I like to make fun of those guys because it just drives me nuts. Because yeah. it's like, if you're not actually doing it, just do it until you can actually do it. I don't know. Work hard. I'm. You get me going on a rabbit hole in that one. You, <laughs> you know. You know, baby. I just, like, I don't want to say something to, I, I don't want to. I will. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I just. Oh, we've talked a lot of shop. Yeah, let's talk yeah. something fun. Well, we're I about to close out here. Yeah, so I think I was, I'm sorry I started it. No, I love it. You're it's good. It's the little ball of hate coming out in me. Hey, I love it. You're coming on my podcast sometime. We're going full bore. <laughs> I told you. Time. Roll time. So Roll we're, we're going to close out here, but I'm getting smoked out here. So, Sean, hit him with our, 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 our <laughs> finishing question here. Any question you want to ask him? Oh, any question. Any question. What color is your underwear? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know, you want me to look? Oh, man. <laughs> it's probably like checkerboard or something. I, I think know. I got camo. It's American on. Eagle boxers, whatever it is. All right, well, you know. American Eagle, if you're listening. All right, well, uh, we chatted a little bit on the boat, but I didn't get this one. So, when you made that big leap, that big decision to say, this is, I'm do this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm going, all my eggs are in this basket, mm -hmm. who was out there that you were looking at that's like, all right, if that guy can do it, not in a bad way, mm -hmm. but yeah. I want to be that guy. I want to follow that legacy he's paving to, to make that huge decision one day to go, I'm all in. Yeah, that's a good question. I've never been asked that. Like, actually, an individual. I'm not trying to sound cliche, but I didn't really look at anybody. Like, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because when I fished the Opens the year that I fished, it was in 19. The only reason I decided to sign, I can remember when I signed up for them, I was in my, my garage where my 
I don't even know what boat I had at the time. I was fishing the FLW tour and they come out with the, the little news article on Facebook and I read it and they had brought back the winning you're in in the classic. And I was like, that's the only reason I didn't fish them the year before. Cause I fished them in 17, missed the elites by like five points. I was two guys out. And I wasn't really, I was too young, I felt like, to try and qualify then. Like, if I would have made it, I don't even know that I would have went because I just don't feel like I was where I needed to be. And then 18, at that same, in 17, that same year I fished the Opens, I fished the Coastal Series at the time, qualified for the FLW Tour, which you could have just bought a Ranger boat at the time. But I am finished, like, top five in the Coastal Points, whatever. Went and fished that, did really good that year, almost won the Forestwood Cup. Um... Thought I was fishing pretty good. Then they come out with that news article uh, opens. I decided to sign up. The only way I got to sign up is I got my dad to sign up as a co-owner with me to fish all the events. And even after the second event, I was in like tenth in the points. And I never even it never clicked to me that I was going to make it. Get to the third event, Lacrosse, Wisconsin. I'm leading after the first day. I have like 50 phone calls that tell me I'm in like third in the points <laughs> to make the elite. And I'm like, well, I guess I need to start like you know, really putting my head down like yep. trying to catch something. <laughs> the pressure kind of started building. Had a good event there. Then going into Grand, I was like, I probably need to catch them really good because I want to fish for a living. And at this time, that 2019 is when all the crap was going down, I call it. The split was getting talked about. FLW is going to go away. I'm still fishing FLW. There's not going to be that anymore. Bass is where you need to be. And I'm like in a golden opportunity if I want to fish for a living. And I pretty much just went to that last event and I mean, whatever's going to happen, whatever's meant to be is going to meant to be. I mean, I'm going to, whatever God wants me to catch when I go out there, I'll catch. Had a really good event, top 10 at Grand. And just going back to what you said, I never went into that year looking at like, well, if he can do it, I'm going to do it. But it just seemed like every time I got put in a situation where I needed to catch them to move on, basically, mm -hmm. they just bit. I, and I called them and I put them in the boat and it just... It just happens. So it's hard to say that I'm not where I'm supposed to be and that all the things you go through getting there doesn't make you the person for what you're there to be, basically. So, like, I'm not trying to get, like, spiritual or anything, but, like, everything happens for a reason. I can go back to certain times on the water, like, this fish catch, this decision put me here to maybe not even succeed or be successful in this situation, but to maybe fail so somebody else can see me and be like, well, even though maybe I can be that guy that you asked me about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like somebody can look at me and be like, well, he didn't do great. He did really good. And then he got there and didn't do good. Like maybe this past year I did terrible, but maybe I can come back next year and do really good. And somebody can see that and be like, well, even though I had a bad year this year in my club tournament or in the BFLs that I'll go fish them again and maybe have a chance to do good and get where I want to be. Like maybe I've been put there to be somebody else's yeah. motivation. Yeah. Like, that's just how I kind of look at it. Oh, yeah. It's a good answer. One of my favorite oh, yeah. things I ever heard someone say is when it happens, you can't stop it, but you can't do anything. You can't to make, make it, happen, it happen, happen, and you can't keep it from happening. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the, I heard Ot Defoe say that a long time ago. I don't know if it was the classic he won, and, and I, I mean, I know Ot Defoe, Ot is one of the best dudes out there. I've talked to him personally. He's a really good dude, really good Christian guy. And I, I, I can remember certain quotes that people say, but that's one of them. You can't keep it from happening. You can't make it happen. And it's the truest thing I've ever seen in bass fishing. Like, it's when it happens, dude, it just happens. Like, you they can't it, stop it. Yeah, they say it so many times, though. But when you can't make it. Time, it's your time. Yeah, it's, yep. it's true. Like, it's, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Heck, yeah. Well, dude, thank you for joining us tonight. Yes, sir. Excited to get on the water with you Heck tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs>
I don't know if you're excited for that, but we'll see. Well, regardless <laughs> for us, we're excited to get here to follow you. Yeah. You'll either see the bridge burn or it just be glorious. Regardless for the folks, way, you should be burned, excited. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's going to be fun regardless for, for you and I. Hey. Maybe yeah. not for Wes. It was pretty funny. I asked Bailey, I was like, where they bought? And he's like, well, Wes says. And I was like, so Wes is the guy I need to talk to. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I thought. I thought. It's just like old fishing. You're a day late and a dollar short. That's right. <laughs> Well, heck yeah, we're looking forward to tomorrow, buddy. Sounds good. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it, and if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And, of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all on the next one.